Section 80 of Canada, South America, Central America, Mexico, and the West Indies. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The World Story, Volume 11, Canada, South America, Central America, Mexico, and the West Indies. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 80 an american colony in brazil nineteen ten by nevin o winter in travelling over brazil i frequently met with american young men and women who informed me that they came from the villa americana so often did that name reach my ears that i decided to visit this place and see for myself what kind of a settlement it was and how these voluntarily expatriate fellow-countrymen lived in this land so different from our own it is a journey of about two hours from campinas over the palista railway but first let me tell you the history of this colony at the close of the civil war many southern families whose plantations had been devastated by the northern armies felt that they could not live again under the old flag proud-spirited and unconquered these brave southern veterans who had marched with stonewall jackson and the lees and johnstons decided that they would leave the land that had given them birth and seek fortunes anew in a new land and amidst new surroundings brazil appeared to the leaders in this movement because the plantation system was similar to that under which they had been raised and slavery was legal in that land which was still an empire a few men went as an advance guard and selected a site about one hundred miles northwest of the city of sao paulo a favorable report was made to those still back in the states and it was not long before several hundred families had left their southern homes and were making new homes underneath the southern cross in all it is estimated that at least five hundred american families located in that section of the state of sao paulo brazil between the years eighteen sixty five and eighteen seventy they came from texas georgia alabama tennessee and perhaps one or two other of the seceding states as i stepped off the hapio as the express train is called down there the name villa americana which means american village on the neat little station struck a sympathetic chord in my heart it seemed good also to see a number of tall slender men typical southern types such as one might see at almost any station in tennessee or georgia standing on the platform awaiting the incoming train one member of the colony who was in the government employ was with me and performed the introductions necessary how do you do glad to see you come around and see me and similar cordial expressions came from everyone and the best of it is that they were sincere and not the empty meaningless expressions so often heard it was a pleasure to accept several of these invitations as many as my limited time allowed on entering the home of perhaps the most prosperous member of this colony i felt like standing at attention and giving a salute when i saw the silk starred and striped banner of uncle sam fastened up on the wall of the best room the house itself with its large hall roomy apartments and broad veranda surrounding the house looked like one of the plantation houses so common in the south this man had a large family of children all of whom with one exception had been educated in the schools of the united states and two boys were at that time in one of our colleges about the whole house was an american atmosphere that warmed the very heart's blood 
in a traveller so far away from home and so it was in the other houses i visited in every one was the same cordiality the same pleasure at seeing some one from the states and the same loyalty to everything american in some of the younger members one could detect a slight accent in speaking english which is always noticeable when children learn a latin tongue in their babyhood the older ones said that these young people speak the portuguese with a similar foreign accent the young ladies of the american colony and there are a number of them were typical american girls bright cheery and free as their sisters at home and so different from the brazilian young women among whom they live and who are so hampered by the customs and traditions of their race we took a trolley ride over the settlement but is rather different from the american trolley for it is nothing more than an old-fashioned buckboard many of the original members of the colony became dissatisfied and returned to their former homes there are however four or five hundred americans still living in this colony or within a radius of a few miles a few have moved to other parts of brazil and others have intermarried with brazilians but in general they have remained true to their americanism some of the original families purchased slaves and worked their plantations in that way until that institution was abolished in eighteen eighty eight a few have prospered very much but many others have done just fairly well one of the wealthiest men made his little fortune out of watermelons others have sugar plantations and make brandy or raise coffee and still others do general farming similar to what they were accustomed in the southern states a protestant church called the union church adorns one hill and a schoolhouse in a conspicuous building is in another part of the village someone told me that the war was a tabooed subject that the few older members still left were fighting the battles over when i met the oldest member of the colony who had left the united states in eighteen sixty five the impulse came to test this subject i mentioned the fact that my own father had served in the union army and fought for his country on that side this old man who was past the allotted threescore and ten and who had fought with that intrepid warrior stonewall jackson then told me the whole history of the colony and the causes that led to its establishment it was a mistake he said but we did not realize it then and afterwards it was too late to sacrifice what we had here and move back we still love the old flag when i left he gave me the brazilian embrace as a special mark of favor and i verily believe that i left a good friend in this old man who had the traits that we all love in the southern gentleman when senator root then secretary of state visited brazil four years ago footnote this was written in nineteen ten and a footnote a new station was named elio root in his honor on the paulista railway and this name stands out conspicuously on every timetable of that line the special train that conveyed him passed through the villa americana and he was asked to stop and address the americans when the train stopped many of the older residents met him with tears in their eyes and i was told the eyes of the distinguished american were not dry and he has said that it was the most pathetic incident in his trip he was asked whether it would be better for the colony to remain in brazil or return to the united states stay where you are he said and be good brazilians you'll find the states so changed that they would no longer seem like home the secretary was right 
a few months before my visit one of the prosperous members of the colony went with his family to his old home in texas with the intention of remaining there he left his property in the hands of an agent for sale a few weeks after his arrival in texas he cabled to his agent not to sell the property as he was coming back in a few months he and his family returned to the villa giving as his reason that the old neighborhood had changed so much that it did not seem so much like home as brazil the members of this colony are now brazilian subjects the younger ones because of their birth in that land and the older ones by virtue of a general proclamation few of them actually take any part in the politics of the land all of them of course speak the portuguese language but use the english in their homes they are still americans at heart End of section 80. This recording is in the public domain.